0: Does it feel like fall?
1: It does, probably in the seventies right now, isn't it?
0: Uh, yeah, I sure. That's You're 70s. my weatherman,
1: so don't <laughs> expect me to know. Well, I
0: don't. I don't know by feel. <laughs> I know by <laughs> technology. I have to trust my apps. I haven't looked at my app yet today, but yeah, I think right now we're in the, in the seventies. But like more in like a you know a bodily sense. You know, you walk outside, and you feel it.
1: Yeah, there's a nice breeze. Um, It coincided with us announcing the fall drinks last week. It's like the weather just really cooperated for us. Because sometimes we announce them and it's like 97 degrees.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and the other large um, (laughs) coffee chains, which shall not be named. Actually, it's totally fine to name them. Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks.
1: Yeah, when they announced them, uh, I think the day they announced them, it was like, I think a feel like 105 here.
0: Yeah, it was broiling. <laughs> but I, I, I guess a, a broiled poetic. pumpkin sounds kind of good.
1: It felt poetic to me. I was like, ha.
0: You were so early. <laughs> and look how hot it is.
1: You shouldn't announce them in August.
0: <laughs> well, this is this um, this is this is good, and we, we um, know what question we're going to... Uh, read here but why don't you read it today
1: babe okay let me pull it up here all right here's the question what are the chances of a year-round sweater weather which is one of our fall drinks
0: yeah all right so let's un- unpack this a little bit so what is sweater weather
1: it is <laughs> a latte <laughs> I sound like a robot you did with peanut butter and honey and a marshmallow fluff and we, how, make, and we make them all in-house.
0: What do you think is the, or how how much of the Sweater Weather's popularity do you attribute to its name?
1: A lot. At least for people trying like it. Like it
0: tastes like garbage, but then... They, no, they, no,
1: it's good, but I feel like it just has a good name. Yeah. Interestingly, um, I follow some coffee shop on the West Coast, and I saw they just announced a Sweater Weather drink. And I was like, huh.
0: Doesn't Onyx coffee also have like a, a sweater weather blend?
1: I have no idea.
0: No, maybe it's uh, autumn weather or summer weather or father weather, whatever it is.
1: Some sort of weather.
0: But it, but it's like, it, it's a phrase that's kind of broken into our...
1: Yeah, it just gives you like cozy fall vibes.
0: Okay, so it's got a cool name and it's got cool ingredients. And so people like it, but as implied by the question we only offer it seasonally. Yes. But it's not just because of its name of like, well, it's sweater weather now, so it's appropriate. And when it's not sweater weather, we don't choose it. So why, why do we only feature this uh, in a limited time, I guess? Let me ask you that.
1: Why are you asking me? You're the marketing person. <laughs> I don't know about customer psychology.
0: Uh, I don't know how much I know about it either other than being <laughs> a customer. Um, like the classic example that, that we will go back to is the McRib, which we're not really like McDonald's people um, or McRib people, no. <laughs> I guess.
1: No, but my parents love, like they will they will go there multiple times a week.
0: For the McRib yes. or just t- like specifically for the McRib? Yes, for the McRib. Like when it gets brought back, uh-huh. they drop They're everything. Mm-hmm. They shift away from Fazoli's for yeah. a little bit.
1: And when we announced our um, fall lineup this year, I mean, people were really hyped that we had the sweater weather and that we brought one back that we hadn't done for maybe a year. So it's been like two years, the butterscotch.
0: Because mm. we used to feature the butterscotch year round, right? And then no, or we, we didn't.
1: We oddly had it in the summer and I was like, doesn't feel like a summer drink. So now we switched it to the fall.
0: So talk a little bit about how we decide what to feature and when.
1: Well, with fall, we've definitely landed on some customer favorite favorites that if we wouldn't bring them back, there could be rioting. So it's getting a little easier now that, you know, we're several years into this. But this year I ordered a bunch of syrups that I thought sounded fallish. And we just did some fun little testing with some of the, the team and tried out different things. So we have a new drink this year, the, the candy apple cold brew, yeah. which has an apple butter syrup that's really tasty. And then I think all of the other ones we have done before.
0: But we have six total drinks this season that are um, part of our fall lineup. I think in years past we've done maybe four or five. Yeah. And, and now it's <clears throat> it's kind of
1: The trend towards further. iced drinks, has made it where I have two cold brews on this menu. So we have the pumpkin and then the candy apple, just because of the the popularity of them. Yeah. So it kind of goes by partially us testing things, partially us watching trends, partially how difficult is it to sure. make this item? Because actually the sweater weather is very... Um, labor intensive yeah. because we're making a peanut butter honey sauce we're making a marshmallow whip both those things take extra prep
0: and we have to keep that peanut butter mixing vessel like separate from the other things that we might use to make yeah, some so drink because a of peanut separate, allergies
1: right we have a separate shot glass that we shoot you know the espresso shots into because we don't want to cross contaminate so yes
0: and let's go back in time a little bit, because when we first started featuring sort of a unique drink, sort of based on the the time of year or the or the season or a limited time, we pinned it to the lunar cycle.
1: Yes. It's so kind of
0: like a monthly special, except instead of, you know, the month yeah, of March or something. I think when something.
1: we started, we did drinks that way, too. We just had a monthly drink.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. we, we did a waffle as, mm-hmm. as well as, you know, a drink for a month. But then... That would only be 28, maybe 29 days, and some people would really kind of fall in love with it. We'd have to either buy product for it and try and time it to where we would run out of that product, you know, right on the same day that we finished.
1: Yeah, it never works out, or you're disappointing people because you run out a few days before.
0: Sure, or, or we're left with product, you know, a few yeah. days afterwards because yeah. we didn't time it well, and we're, we're trying to convince people... Hey, do you want to try this thing from last month? Because we got plenty of it.
1: <laughs> I don't know when we move to a quarterly. So we, we do a quarterly seasonal menu now. So there's four different um, seasons. But I will say, as we've gotten bigger and as we've been around longer, it's funny, when we post the new menu for each quarter, it's always a, a huge post. But we were noticing this time how many more like not negative in like your drinks are bad but they want the drink from the last season to stay permanently so sure. they get a little angry
0: <laughs> so so do you think that this question was written in anger was oh, it yes. in all caps
1: yeah it wasn't in all caps but this is um
0: i don't think it was anger i think it it's was not cheeky anger
1: it's yeah it's more cheeky because they also ask me in person <laughs> you so, know, you know this person. I know who this customer is. Is, yes. it, is it
0: possible that it was two different people? Or you know, you know who this was?
1: I know who this was. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: So, do they angrily yell at you?
1: No, they don't yell There's at me. But they,
0: my sweater weather—I
1: would say more like pressure. Yeah. <laughs> and so it is they like tell you if you were to
0: bring it back, I would buy five per day. Yeah,
1: or they would say I would come every single day. Yeah, and. But it's, it's one that it would frustrate our team if we had this one on the menu for the entire year because of just, like I said, it being pretty labor-intensive.
0: Why do you think that we have certain drinks that we call seasonal favorites or, you know, a seasonal lineup and then others that are like our signature drinks that we do offer year-round that are maybe unique to our shop or that one's we just sort of decided hey this is an actual year-round favorite
1: yeah I think it's more comes back to how we started so we in the beginning we decided lavender was like a honey and lavender were flavors that there weren't a lot of shops using lavender at that time Mm. which has become super popular now and then honey was along with our name so uh, two of our drinks that are kind of signature drinks have honey, and lavender in them. And then, I don't know how we decided on the other ones. <laughs> we just kind of...
0: Well, the, the beekeeper was one that was I believe That one a... became...
1: It was, a, it was a seasonal drink or a monthly special. I can't remember when we had introduced it. It was actually one of our managers that came up with that one.
0: Shout out to Alex Gale. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, it became the most popular drink. Yeah. So we needed to respond
0: that was a great one for me to learn on because I don't care for the beekeeper I don't myself like
1: cinnamon.
0: yeah I, I like I like cinnamon fine but it's it's a less intense flavor for me than some of other ones yeah. and but if you look at like how customers respond to it mm-hmm. obviously uh, you know I'm in the minority with that
1: yeah and that that's a lot of being a business owner it's not all about what you like because me and you drink just black coffee yeah. and so we we have to kind of put aside what we like and also think as a customer and we know that lattes are the most popular thing
0: so let me play a little devil's advocate so we just You're described favorite. I do enjoy playing this role <laughs> um, so we had something that was seasonal the beekeeper it was so popular that we decided to keep it on the menu year-round uh-huh would you be open to something like that for the sort of, I'm basically asking the question that you read a second ago, like more seriously, so how no. do you, the answer is no? <laughs>
1: the answer is no. Okay, but because what if, what if it became the,
0: as popular because it's too hard?
1: It takes up extra space in the fridge. So it's like, we squeeze everything in to make it work for this one drink because we have to prep this marshmallow fluff Mm -hmm. that we put in a container. But I mean, we already have people, like some of our baristas pushing to have this drink just fall off the menu altogether. And I'm keeping it on because I know people love it, but I just don't think we can make it year round. Plus sweater weather. I mean, that doesn't sound like a year-round drink.
0: I'll give you that. I'll give you that with the sweater weather part. That yeah. does seem like something that needs to be but sort of maybe seasonal. maybe we
1: could do like a peanut butter honey that just doesn't have the marshmallow whip. That
0: I don't of... think this would satisfy. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> the diehards?
0: Yeah. But, okay, so you have some caveats to that answer. So, so taking away those caveats, could you... You had mentioned before, like as a business owner, you do have to sort of respond to Mm -hmm. how customers uh, react to things. And then you also mentioned that we had sort of put some things in place at the beginning that sort of set the menu moving forward. Um, How would you consider, um, you know, making a change to something that you had maybe started out with?
1: Yeah, I've done that. Um, So... What I look at is the data, so I'll pull up Square, pull the reports, you know, how many of this item did we sell? One that's coming to mind for me, because I've had a lot of people ask for it to be year-round, is the Pistachio Foam Cold Brew. Okay. So I am considering moving that to a signature drink. Number one, my first thing is it's delicious. It's very good. <laughs> so that I, that's like the, that's the criteria. It I, has like it. To be I like it. I like it too. Good. It is good. And um And then second it just starts to get where i'll get lots of people asking for it mm. and so it's kind of balancing the you know i'm okay with disappointing people a lot more than you are oh yeah but once i start feeling like i'm disappointing a lot of people then i'm like okay what's that what's that
0: number 6 60 <laughs> no i don't <laughs> I'm just know I'm, i don't have an actual number it's I just know. when
1: i start getting a lot of comments so That's basically how my thought process goes.
0: Yeah, that's interesting because we did actually also add the sweet cinnamon cold foam that went from being a seasonal Mm -hmm. drink to a year-round drink.
1: But I'm actually thinking about, so if it can be a like for like, so I'm thinking about subbing the pistachio foam cold brew for that one. Because I've noticed that since I put it on the signature, you know, where you can get it year-round, we're not selling as much of it.
0: Interesting. So you'll you'll exchange the the diehards, you yeah, know,
1: and then see confronting
0: how you from one drink for <laughs> another, basically. Hmm. The Honeymoon Coffee Company podcast is brought to you by University of Evansville theater alum Rami Malik. I'm just kidding; he's never actually been to Honeymoon that I know of, but we are big fans of his, and for obvious reasons. When he won the Academy Award for Best Actor in 2019, we wanted to do something special to commemorate this amazing achievement for this incredible man, and especially for the theater department that helped him to develop and hone his talent. While it's not a seasonal drink, and it's not listed anywhere, this popcorn and caramel-flavored latte is part of our quote-unquote secret menu. So to this day, if you go to our original Weinbach location and order the Rami Malek Macchiato, you can help us raise a glass to true excellence and taste the drink of a real champion, or at least we'd like to think so. Cheers. Can you think of a, a time uh, when you're on the other side of the counter as a, as a customer where you have been um, disappointed or you know, maybe really wished for a menu item to remain that uh, business decided not to?
1: I can't think of a particular, like, seasonal item.
0: It doesn't have to be seasonal. It could be just a favorite. But I do have this
1: memory from my childhood. Okay. So there was this little Chinese restaurant. It was, like, in a key... It was, like, really small. Almost like a drive-through coffee place. So just a little building. And they had the best chicken fried rice. And when they... They sold it to someone else, and the the changed. Sold the business. Yeah. Gotcha. And I mean, I never got that again, and still to this day, like, think about it.
0: <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> Are you going to cry?
1: <laughs> I think their name was Wins, if you ever want to come back in Newburgh. <laughs> I'm sure they're listening. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This is your call to action. We have one person. <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically turning this whole question around. If you had one person who cared enough.
1: Yeah. So, I guess... This question wasn't unexpected because I've gotten it in person. Yeah, but how do you feel about it?
0: Because um, you're not
1: really as involved with our seasonal menu stuff. You kind of let me let me run with it.
0: Yeah, I I guess I do put it a little bit more on the psychology side. Like, there's a difference between saying we're going to take this permanent menu item off the menu, like um, our chicken salad sandwich. Like that was one that I fought for and lost within our operations team <laughs> to keep that one on our, our menu. So chicken salad sandwich people, you know what to do. All right. Um, but when it's seasonal, I, there's something that I kind of like about that. It's it's yeah.
1: Um, we, we do have a pizza place that has this pizza in March that is amazing. And we look forward to every year.
0: Well, and everybody in the community does. Yeah, if,
1: It's the most popular pizza.
0: It's called the March Crabness from A's Pizza, and it's by far their biggest selling item. And I, I've talked to, to Brad and Andy about that, and they they wonder how it would do if it was offered year-round as well. And yeah, it is more labor-intensive. I was wondering if
1: they were also considering putting it on the menu.
0: It didn't seem like it from our conversations Actually, some of the same things that you just brought up of mm-hmm. it's it's more labor intensive, mm-hmm. they've gotta sort of You've prepare this crab yeah. and cream cheese spread, which is phenomenal. Um, it, it's a little more work for the staff, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But when I think of those situations, it's kind of like here's your window. Mm-hmm. Here is here's the opening. Do something about it and know that it's I mean, I take it way too far. My meaning making on this is like way too far. It's like life. Like, this is your life. This is the day. This is today. Go live it. Like, don't waste your life. It's going to end. So, jump on it. Whatever it is, this menu item may not be there tomorrow. You may not be here tomorrow. <laughs> like, if go, go you know. Get it while you
1: can. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, you know, those. Um, thought exercise, or like if you knew you were going to die yeah. on this day or if this was what your last you day or whatever yeah. you know what would you do kind mm-hmm. of thing it's like that adds um a layer of intentionality to how you approach things so if you know that this menu item is going to go away like savor it more yeah enjoy it and that's that that's sort <laughs> so of my 12 take
1: on times it. in the month
0: <laughs> perhaps perhaps yeah Gain and
1: five the- pounds <laughs>
0: And then when you go and they don't have your, your sweater weather or whatever it might be, like,
1: yeah. you deal with it. It is interesting, though, as a business owner who has to make those decisions and then a customer on the other side, the customer tends to see it from just their perspective of, I want this. And we kind of have to look at it, like you said, how much, you know, strain are we putting on our team <clears throat> to carry this out?
0: Yeah. Well, uh, any other thoughts come to mind for you on this as we uh, kind of wrap it
1: up? No, I think um, I looked at the numbers and the, the sweater weather is going strong in the first week here.
0: How how much stronger does it need to go for you to consider keeping it?
1: <laughs> I'm I'm not going to keep it.
0: All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. So we're here to disappoint. Uh, Go ahead and ask your questions for your favorite menu item to be returned, and we will uh, shoot you right down. (laughs) Yeah, if you have a question for us, um, honeymooncoffeeco.com slash podcast. uh, We will read it and answer it honestly. And uh, until next time, cheers. See you guys. Hey, thanks for listening to the show this week. If you'd like to learn more about Honeymoon Coffee Company, check them out on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. If you'd like to submit a question for a future episode, visit honeymooncoffeeco.com forward slash podcast. This podcast was produced by Wally Opus with editing by Brooklyn Hoffaditz, music composed by Sam Cuban, and project management by me, Wesley Luttrell. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again soon.